Review cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stores, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have It Breathes, It Bleeds, It Breathes. So, yeah, we're doing the It Breathes, It Bleeds, It Breathes. Uh, really? Yeah, weird. Um, <laughs> it's by... Uh, this this creepypasta is done by Imperial Invective on creepypasta.wiki. You can check it out. It was actually suggested to us on Twitter by uh, Imperial Invective. Hmm. Um, and, um, well, mainly because I was I did like a call-out. It's like, hey, anybody know any creepypastas you'd like to discuss on the show? Guys? And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah... <laughs> What, are you running out of content or something? No, I just thought, thought I'd throw something out and see if yeah. anybody wants to hear us. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we'll get into the rundown, I guess. Um, so, Narrator Man. Um, cause oh, yeah! He does not get a name. <laughs> yeah! Uh, was a sickly child. <laughs> um, and his or she, her entire life. Yeah, his or her life. I feel like it was a guy, but it probably could go either way. Um, this is you being sexist. Yeah, that's probably. Sorry. No, it's probably because there's no reason to think one way or another. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he didn't say no because the 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 twin. Sorry, spoilers. The twin says brother. Yes. So yeah. Anyway, um, so the narrator man um, had a sickly childhood. Um, like he was never really healthy. Um, always stayed indoors. Read a lot. Uh, his life was kind of shitty because his dad died when he was 11, and his mom died of. Leukemia or a something similar, like a cancer of that sort. Yeah. Um, when he was like just getting out of college, um, and it kind of affected him pretty ba- badly, especially the, the his mom. Um, in fact, once uh, the will and all that was was done with, he sold the house and moved away from te- his the the town he lived in, and in fact out into like isolated like rural area. Yeah, because he had no friends or family. Yeah, so he had no attachment, point. so he just yeah. like left. And um, he realized he realized in the note that that was or in the story that that was probably not the best idea for his mind because basically his all he had was his thoughts, uh, and the closest person to talk to was like a mile or so away, <laughs> uh, like neighbor. For now, for neighbor, yeah, neighbor wise. <laughs> um, but, and the story kind of gets really, like, it's even worse. <laughs> Believe it or not, it does get worse when he realizes, when he notices there's a, um, a, lump uh, in his arm. a lump in his arm that's able to, like, you can move it and stuff like that. So he's get, he gets a bit of a cancer scare. Um, he goes to the doctor. doctor thinks it's just, it's a benign, uh, uh, yeah, a benign <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it sends him off home. Um, but then it gets worse when it... Uh, it starts hurting, and then one night or one morning he wakes up, um, and uh, there's a what looks like a like a toenail like in the uh, like embedded out of the uh, out of his skin out of his arm, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that was what was causing the pain and some of the blood that he that happened. Yeah, he woke up. And it was also a lot larger. Yeah, he went to wash and there's like. I think he's a, it was like dime sized or something. Yeah. There's like a nail hanging out of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to the, back to the doctor and. Um, 
they have a look at it. It's like, all right, well, we'll get to take this out. Uh, pulls it out, um, or, or like after it gets checked out, and they go to like a quick operate uh, the operation like area to take it out. Um, they look at it, and it is indeed like a gray piece of like flesh. Like it's like this little. Um, they don't describe that yeah, one too much. Yeah, they don't no. really describe it. Yeah, no, it's just it, it has the nail in it, but it's not like that's, yeah. it's, it's just like this little growth. And then when he's uh, checking the. Um, uh, checking him again, like palpitating his back and stuff like that, um, he comes to a startling uh, discovery just ra- under his, or just around his liver uh, or kidney, I think it is, um, and they need to go into operation immediately. Mm-hmm. And so he gets goes into operation, and they put him under anesthetics, but he's awake for the entire thing. Yeah, he's had a problem with anesthetics all the time because when his mother passed away, she was on anesthetics. Yes. And she couldn't even, like, respond to him, so he didn't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So the first time he was under, like, a type of anesthetic where he had complete control of his body, but he couldn't feel anything. Yeah. And, and he could hear, like, shitty shitty pop music in the... Yeah. Scene, like, which, Baby Got Back and shit yeah, like or, that. <laughs> or Anaconda. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that was it. Yeah. Um, and DMX. X going, give it to you. Yeah, yeah. One of them started um, playing uh, Dark Sector. <laughs> <laughs> in joke, um, sorry. Yeah, that's a bit of a joke. Um, but uh, he he wakes after he gets out of that ordeal. Um, the doctor takes him uh, after he's recovered. While he's recovering, the doctor takes him up to the back room where they have um, what they pulled out of him in formaldehyde, and it's basically a small fetal human head the size of a baseball bat. Baseball bat? Oh no, sorry, a baseball. Sorry, a baseball the size of a baseball. They described, think, yeah. it, they described it the size of a baseball. Probably. Um, it had hair on it, it has teeth, had eyes. Um, pretty nasty shit. And it turned out that he, it was basically, um, uh, he had a parasite, parasitic twin. Uh, and that's probably what had been causing him to be sick all his life. Yes. Was that he had absorbed it when it was in the when they were in the womb. And then it had been kind of trying to retaliate. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, it's uh, like, not like... Consciously, at least that's what it's assumed. Um, just like it's something that happens in yeah. comparison to twins. It's more along the lines of like anything he eats to get energy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. taking some of that away. Exactly. So he's it's not getting the, the normal amount of energy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to get most of it out, and that freaks him out. And uh, they assure him, it's like, well, unfortunately, part of it has fused with your spinal cord, uh, and mm-hmm. is like, in fact, like your body's kind of shielded itself, like shielded that thing off from like the rest of the body. So it's fine. And I mean, we could get try. We could try to take it out, but it would possibly uh, leave you paralyzed from the waist down. Um, so we're not going to try that. Um, but don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. So a couple months go by of opiate um, re- uh, uh, recovery, basically, like because he's on drugs and um, whatnot as he recovers. Um, I cannot remember if he goes to the doctor. Does he, he goes to the doctor? Also, what did you say? Is something recovery? Opiates. Oxycontin. Oxycontin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's opiates is the same is is another term for it. Um, Okay. And yeah, so oxycontins and some of that. So he, uh, but he had an increased appetite. And was there some kind of like pain inside of like there's some kind of uh, like stomach pains or stomach cramps or something that was like that got really bad. The first thing that he noticed was he was eating too much, and then stomach pains. Yeah. Okay. Because he was on. 
the Oxycontin for a long time, and then so he goes back to the doctor, and the doctor's like, you, you don't really need it anymore yeah, right you, now. Yeah, you're just, mm-hmm. yeah, don't, you don't want to, and also, like, you, we don't want you to get addicted or anything like that. Yeah, so, so it takes yeah. him off, regardless of the pain. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, one night, though, uh, the pain gets really bad, like a stab, he feels like he's been stabbed, so he runs to the, to the, uh, runs to the, the bathroom and checks his back, um, and finds that it's not a stab wound, but it's it looks like a bite wound. Uh, bite wound, like there's a hole in his back, um, and so he's freaking out. Kind of like goes into like the fetal position there. It's like it's there. It's 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 still there. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then he starts hearing a voice in his body mm-hmm. uh, from the from the from what's the, what's left of the fetus, and it's like basically assuring him that it's like uh, like he, he's. It's his brother, and, like, he's just trying to, like, recover, and he'll try and, like, make it this less painful, um, like, he'll, and so that, like, but he needs to stay in there a little bit longer so that he can, um, survive outside of the body, and then he'll be able to leave, and then they'll be together uh, forever. Um, and and I guess at this point, the guy kind of (laughs) snapped, um, because he accepts this, and doesn't go to a doctor or any of that. Um, yeah, I think he got up to, like, call the doctor, going, and, and he's, he's like, like no, they'll, they'll kill me! Yeah. Uh, and I guess so he felt bad, like, because it, it was like uh, like hearing a puppy whine or, or a baby cry kind of thing, like that kind of, like, mm-hmm. emotion. Um, so, yeah, he spends some some time, to- a couple, uh, some more time um, living with this thing inside of him, uh, his, his, his twin, and... Eventually, they kind of start warming up to each other. Like he starts reading it to it and stuff, and as they as he has like meals and stuff, um, starts talking to it. He actually has a friend now. Um, and then one morning or one night, he he's like awake and he hears um, he hears it talking to him, uh, like and he thinks that it's, he's talking to him as he assumes that he's um, asleep too. Uh, and it's like we'll be together once I get out of here. I, I want to be able to t- like feel you. I want to be with you for always and some of that. It's like oh, kind of creepy, but oh. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, one, I, th- I think it's like oh, yeah. It's one morning again. <laughs> he goes to the bathroom um, to do his stuff, and then he decides to check out of like more curiosity. He decides to check the hole. It's a little bit bigger, um, but it's big enough that he can see inside. And what is inside is not a fetal human, in the slightest. It is some kind of horrible lamprey-esque insectoid thing, um, uh, with too many eyes and like a weird sucker mouth. And yeah, yeah. Um, I have the whole entire paragraph for later. Hmm. The entire paragraph. Yes, because reasons. Actually, no, fuck it. It's not my twin. It's not even human. It has multiple eyes on its face that look like, more like a fly than a human. It's still it, it's still in the process of developing, and in the thirty or so holes it that poke its yeah, that pocked its face, only a dozen were filled with actual eyes. Its skin is cracked, mottled, and gray, like maggoty pork, with tiny hair-like cilia, belie- uh, breaking through its body. The thing's mouth looks like a lamprey eel. A concentric circle of needle-sharp teeth with a grotesque sucking appendage in the center. I stared in horror. Yeah. So, that's what's inside of him. Um, so he, he freaks out a little bit. Um, he, he hides it initially, but then proceeds to um, douse the entire house with gasoline. Um, because he plans on, uh, he starts, like, formulating these ideas about this thing. It's like, like, that 
like it's it's going to like you can feel like other parts of his body like starting to fester with like uh, nodes and stuff like, like lymph nodes and like uh, tumors or something like that. There's more of them growing. Like in he's basically he, re- he thinks that he's becoming a hive or realizes he's becoming a hive. Um, so he like basically he's going to set the entire house on fire and then when the creature tries to escape he's going to try and gr- he's going to grab onto it and let them burn together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's writing he's typing up this message basically it's kind of like a suicide uh, like a weird suicide note. Um, and yeah, basically that's and it's a suicide note and also a PSA to ch- to go to your doctor if there's anything weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I honestly thought uh, it was going to say it's like if this thing gets out, it could go be anywhere, it could fester anywhere. And it's like so, it's like it's like they're here already. You're next. You're next. As, I, as like I'm pointing to like random people. <laughs> yeah, of course. That, um, yeah, uh, so. Basically, we're left off with that he's going to set, he's going to light the match and all that's going to happen. Um, but at least they'll be together in in their death because it's the only friend he's ever really had. Yeah, the end. So that was it. Breeds it bleeds it breeds. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll go into grammar Nazis because I have a few of those. Uh, I lost my father at a very young age uh, to a heart attack brought on by a lifetime of high cholesterol, and my mother passed away shortly after I graduated college from an extremely malignant form of pancreatic adenocarinoma? Big word. Yeah. Pronounced big word. Adenocarinoma. So, um, sorry uh, for anybody who, like, knows that word. Sorry. Um, Anyway, a little run on... (laughs) I feel like it, 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 all it really needed was a comma at the very least in between like the father's death and the mother's. Was that an entire? That was an entire lot. That was no one punctuation. Sentence. Yeah, uh-huh. there's no punctuation whatsoever. <laughs> um, maybe even just have a like a like maybe like make the father's death and the mother's death like a, a two se- separate sentences or a comma just in between them just to kind of break that up a little bit. Yeah, because they're both like, important <clears throat> things. You shouldn't really be like jamming them down your reader's throat immediately. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have anything to say about that or no? No. Cool. <laughs> um, Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> your heart and soul is foundation. <laughs> anyway, um, next one is uh, he assumed that, that the mass had been uh, had been re- yeah. he assumed that the mass had been reabsorbed by my body over the years, and there was nothing. There was likely nothing left except that small piece we had just removed. As he palpitated my back and his face turned cold, uh, I knew that was not what had happened. So, I don't know why, but this read weird to me. Um, Like, there's something missing between the explanation and the check on his back. Like, like the, the doctor explains, like... That it was likely a reabsorbance of that, but then it just immediately, as he, like as he was checking my back, and like there's no real like thing, like even like a little bit early on, like, no, like nothing before this this quote to kind of suggest that he was checking him as he was talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like kind of like random, like just like oh, like when he said the quote before he. In the story, it was checking him in the middle of it, but you didn't know that until after exactly, the quote, yeah. so you kind of had to go back and rethink it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like... Also, is that the... I was just... When I was listening to you there, you said he was palpitating his back? Yeah, that's actually how, like, like you check... Like, you, palp, like you check the... Uh, for lumps and stuff. It's called palpitating? Yep. Oh. I thought, like, 
palpitating is like something to do with your heart specifically. Which is like pushing and stuff. So no. I'm, I'm palpitating no. Mikey right <laughs> now? Uh, heart my, palpitations my palpitating are you? your heart rate is erratic. Oh, okay. Hmm. It, it could be. It's English. It, yeah, it, it, might, it could it be, be another. I, I, I kind of. I, you know. I honestly. I probably should have checked that because <laughs> I just sort of assumed that was what it was, or how, like what they said. Yeah. Yeah. For me, when I was reading through this, I'm like, okay, that's. I should probably look up that word, and then eventually, like, oh, there's another word, and another one, um, and another one. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I got to get through this. I can't just look all these up. I'm too stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that these are all right. Yeah. Uh, when I read it, I read it more as. Um, like they're, what's the word? I had the word. Damn it! Um, basically, that he was having back spasms type thing because the creature was moving. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. Okay. But it, well, because he talks about palpitating like his uh, the lump on his arm. Like so. Oh, but maybe that's just because it's like it's again it's moving, so it's like causing spasms or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's kind of a bit of an issue there too because it's not fully explained. No. It really is. Um, the other issue I have with this is like also, how does the patient know that the doctor's face turned cold as he's checking his back? <laughs> Reasons. <laughs> There's a mirror. There's, see, okay, okay, he does mention a mirror at one point. To be honest. Okay, yes. I didn't. I didn't notice. I didn't recall the mirror then. Okay. I don't think he did there, but in the um, in the main operation, I yeah. believe. No, I don't no. In the first operation, actually, he did mention a mirror. Okay. Because he was able to move, so he said like he purposely kept his face away so he wasn't looking. But midway through the operation, he was really curious. He looked over and saw a mirror and saw them working on him a little bit. Oh, okay. So sure. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then the last one I have for grammar analysis. Um, it felt like a ball of warmth in, at the center of my body that spread out throughout my body. 30 minutes after I took a dose. So just remove that first out, because really all you need is um, the ball of warmth at the center of my core that spread out, spread throughout my body. What was it minutes. out throughout? Yeah. Spread, spread out, out throughout. throughout. It, 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 it could spread work, throughout. but it's... Yeah, it, it could work. It's just kind of not needed. That, that, la- that one word is not needed for it. Yeah. It's tomato, tomato. Yeah. Or like just streamlining. So. Yeah. Uh, but after that, that oh, and then I have, I have an actual thought that's also a mix with a Nazi. So <laughs> these phrases. <laughs> so I, I already brought up the uh, like the description of the, of the uh, twin. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I like so this the, the but this paragraph with the uh, that's the description of the twin is a mix of past and present tense. And later on, we find out why, but um, do we? It comes out wonky. Well, because he's writing it in real time at the end. By the end of the story, so he and the creature is still alive as he is writing the story. So it's so the creature is. It wouldn't use past tense for the creature's description because the creature is still existing. Yeah, um, but it does make this the, this paragraph a little wonky as you're reading it because it's like going into like. It has, and then it, it had, or, or, or no, it had, or it, it went into present tense for most of it, and then at the very end, he, um, I finished up my work, my stuff in, in the bathroom, and and went about my day, like in pa- in past uh, past tense. So, I can see it working, but 
I still didn't like it <laughs> initially. Yeah. Um, like I feel like it could have been like on like keep it past tense until the very end of the story, and then like have like not don't have like a paragraph that uh, has like present tense for like the first part of it, and then past tense, and then moving on with past tense, and then go into pa- present tense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just so like we have the uh, the. Mm-hmm. Just until we get like the discovery that like of what happens with the like what he's planning and some of that in the present. <coughs> um, and then my and then actually like I'll, I'll get to my other my other note on my actual uh, thought um, after we do our grammar analysis. That was that the, works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Mikey. Uh, so uh, we already sort of touched on this. The use of. Sort of big words, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I mean, not I mean, it commonly makes, used. It, it does make sense though, because it is like a symptom. Like it's not. Yeah, but the the thing is, uh, when you're using big words that are medical in origin, <clears throat> yeah, it's best to have the doctor because there's a doctor in the story. He can say, "Oh, you have da 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 da." Caused by da da da, and it's just a bunch of medical jargon all at once. Okay, yeah, but, the, but, but this, is, this is this isn't told by a narrator. Yeah. This is told by narrator man, yeah. and this is like, what his mother it's, died. Of. It's essentially it like, is a suicide note. So he's not going to necessarily yeah. be going through everything. And also, you kind of get this character like being like very well read, um, yeah, and very like yeah. panic, very over analyzing of like him, oh, like over like overthinking himself. Mm-hmm. In the story, so it kind of, to me, it kind of made sense that he was using like those words, but and also, hang on, sorry, and it makes sense like for that for that one that I couldn't pronounce because I'm a layman. Oh, big uh, word, yeah, big word. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, the cancer, the uh, adenocarcinoma. Yeah, um, I, I guess you could. He could have also just like done with like pancreatic cancer, but. Um, no, like if he wants that to be like, the specific that, one, it, yeah. And also, yeah. it makes sense that it's his mo- it, it, like that's what he, his mom died of, so like yeah. that would be burned into his brain. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's man. that's what I was gonna actually mention too. The fact that he knows all these words kind of makes sense because these all happened to him. Yeah, like in my past, I had a pyelonidal cyst on me, and I had to constantly have surgery to have it removed. Yeah, so I know that word, but yeah. most people don't. So mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing. He has these things. So he knows them. Yeah. No, so exactly. even, whether or not he's well read or not, because clearly I'm an idiot. Because most of these words I'm just calling big word because, <laughs> yeah. because of either a time or a... also were there other word, big words? <laughs> yeah, that sounded so bad. Uh, but yeah, was there, was there, what were the other words? Uh, fistula, uh, palliative demerol. Which is a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he even says like he says like a palliative, and then he in brackets yeah. a Demerol, which yeah. is like the drug. So yeah. he could have just used he was on Demerol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lipoma or xanthoma, betadine, adivan. You have a list. Bovi and anhedonia. Okay, with Bovi, he actually just uh, yeah. He says I looked that up later. Like <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of things to go. I mean, like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I it did not bug me at all. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, because... Like, as much as it was hard to read, like, like pronounce that word, I kind of got the gist as... Uh, it rolled, like, I, I rolled over the gist of it. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, when I'm talking about big word, it's because 
these are all words I do not know, and I would have to Google to know them. But me knowing them doesn't really influence the story. Yeah, so I can literally call them big word every time, and I still get the same story all the way yeah. down. And it also does, again, like like I said earlier, I like, uh, like the words are like in there and like kind of give the char- give some character to the, or give, some, give a trait to the character. That yes. He uses big words and because he's well-read and like, that's all he does. Like he doesn't really go outside or anything. Like that. He's, he's he's grossed in books and stuff. Yeah. So. As so long story short, you're wrong. I, I'm sorry. Because I think we're talking about something. Yeah. If you don't. I'm joking. Counterpoint. Yes. Yes. It. Oh. Do you have one yeah. prepared? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. It, it's used way too much. I to even me, I, I, I did come across a couple, and I was like. Oh fuck! Wait, like, wait, no. That line makes sense because he says the person states the thing, and then he uses it at the end, uh, at the beginning of a comma, or at the uh, after these are, a comma. I but went these are ones through like actually, you know, and went all the sentences that begin with it. All right, and then I added a couple more to just add it in it. Of course, for good measure. <laughs> You're poisoning your own method. Okay, no, he's not. And now a dramatic reading of. Wait, what's this called? <laughs> it breathes. It bleeds. <laughs> it breathes. And now, Mikey will do a dramatic reading of it, it, it. <laughs> it was never bad enough to warrant a trip to the hospital, but it was always something that was hanging over me. It wasn't a bad life. But I can certainly see how it made me into the introverted person I am today. It wasn't until I turned 23 that I began to question myself. It began when I noticed a small mass on my left upper arm just underneath the skin. It was about the size of a pea and I could move it around under my skin about a quarter of an inch or so in each direction. It wasn't until I noticed that it was slowly growing that I began to get concerned. It wasn't until I woke up one night with a stinging pain in my arm that I decided to go back to the doctor. It felt like I had grabbed a nerve ending and was pulling on it. It wasn't until after I showed him the area that he began to take me serious. Didn't look nearly as grotesque or sickening as I thought. Instead, it looked clinical and clean. Think I got it. Now let's see what we have here. It was a grayish mass that was about the size of a misshapen marble. It wasn't until he asked me if I knew what the term fetus in fetu meant that I connected all the macabre pieces of the jigsaw. It had likely siphoned off nutrients, which explained my lethargic activity and smaller stature when I was younger. It was then that I was forced to accept my worst fear. It felt like I was on that table for an eternity listening to music, Puns in the sound of my own operation. It was the size of a baseball and covered in hair, tiny teeth, and graying flesh. 
It looked like something pulled straight from John Carpenter's The Thing. To be honest, it was pleasant. It felt like a ball of warmth at the center of my core <laughs> that spread out throughout my body 30 minutes after I took a dose. <clears throat> it was so pleasant that I even pestered the doctor for another regimen of Oxycontin under the pretense of pain. It was about two weeks after I finished the bottle that odd things started to happen. I didn't think anything of it. It was an amalgamation of hair, graying flesh, and teeth. It was too much. It's okay. It wasn't until the voice repeated those words that I realized where it was coming from. It was coming from the hole in my back. It spoke in a way that reminded me of dogs whimpering and babies crying. It explained that the surgery had only mangled it. It would need some time to heal and regrow as it was still in the fetal stage and could produce fetal stem cells to regenerate it. It held up its promise and the pain had yeah, and the pain I had been experiencing for weeks went away. It wasn't until dinner one night that I felt any real sense of connection with it. It wasn't until the sun crept through yeah. It wasn't until the sun crept in through the blinds that I realized how much time had passed. It became a daily fixture of our lives. It was asleep. It is not my twin. It's not even human. It has multiple eyes on its face that look more like a fly than a human. It is still in the process of development and in the thirty or so holes that pocked its face, only a dozen were filled with actual eyes. Its skin cracked, mottled, and gray, like maggoty pork, with tiny hair-like cilia breaking through its body. It had grown faster than any organism should. It was... Yeah, it has swollen like cancer inside of me, and only now do I realize how thin I've actually become due to the siphoning of my nutrients. It is a parasitic entity growing within me, looking to be birthed into this world so it can infect others and perpetuate the cycle. It'll find the weak-willed, the weary, the wretched, and it will take advantage of them. It'll promise them false friendship and hollow hope as it incubates inside them. It is not human. It is nightmare incarnate. It is strong enough to survive on its own, and it doesn't need its wretched host anymore. It will likely kill me on its way out to prevent me from trying to stop it. 
It is too late to go to the hospital. It will either twist or constrict my spine, leaving me as a paralyzed nest for it, or simply debilitate me with pain until I can't move. Both are less than pleasant options. It wants out, and I can't allow that. And soon it'll burn. It will likely snap my spinal cord like a dead branch and paralyze me from the waist down. It'll scream, seethe, and shriek as the flames crackle and snarl around us. So, I'm going to actually have to um, grab a Nazi and um, debate your it story. How dare you! <laughs> okay, the first time we did the it story, it made it was per, it was it was beautiful because that story had a lot of problems with with in content with context. Yeah. The problem with this story, for me, in terms of, like, your it story, mm-hmm. a lot of those it's had context. Yeah, like, that 90% of that story, it, I felt like you read the entire yeah, creepypasta. Crazy, yeah, like, <laughs> but, like, I was, like, but that's... Like, I was, like, I was, like, thinking, like, oh, I, I think you're going to say the same thing. It's, like, when you kept saying a bunch of, a bunch of those it, like, like, set, like, in the sentences, the next, the sentence that I read before it gave us the context to why, what is it. Like, they were still, like, they weren't out of context it's. <laughs> there was a couple of good ones. There were a couple. But, but like, it's just funny, like, if there's that many it's in that yeah. story. Like, how many did you add? Because you said you doctored them. No, 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 we didn't doctor them. He used ones that didn't start with it, but had yeah. it in the sentence. Oh, well, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. But, like, no, like, I was like, okay. I don't, it wasn't as, fu- at the very least, it wasn't as funny as the first one. Here's yeah. because, why, though. Yeah. Because there's about 30,000 it's in here. Yeah. So you reading all the it's, you basically get the entire story. Yeah, yeah you also yeah. Yeah, you really do. Um, Whereas with the other like one, it's like... Was, you could, that was basically a rundown. Yeah. <laughs> the entire fucking story. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, uh, it's not macabre, it's macabre. Uh, the R is silent. <laughs> macabre. Thank you. <laughs> There's now you. Now I, we'll just get our editor to edit yeah, that in. Yes, uh, me. <laughs> yes. Um, Although there was one good moment in that where he's like, the thing gets taken out of him, and then it gets described to him, and then he hugs it. <laughs> he's like, oh, hugging it. That was the funniest one. Yeah. And then okay, through the rest yeah. of that story, I imagined he had this little ball of flesh <laughs> that he kept hugging like it's a plush toy. Now I know the title card. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, for the re- like, but like for at least ninety percent of that of your it story, I strongly disagree that those were just were were just like out of place its. Like those its had to be there, or they were fine where they were. But because he's been living with this thing for so long, yeah. he, you would think he would give it a name yeah. to refer yeah. to it instead oh, of yeah. just it. Or that he would have figured out the medical term for it since he liked throwing medical terms at us. He doesn't need to figure he it out. It, it was, was told. Fetal, it was, yeah, fetal uh, feto or something like that, or fetus feto? Fetal big word. That's fetal, fetal <laughs> but yes. he knew it wasn't that. Well, he finds out later, but... I, 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 again, but strong, still... Like, Strongly disagree, but still, like because he's talking to it, to it, yeah, and it is like a brother to him, and he for most of it he's wanting it to be out so he can have a brother. You would think he would be like, "What's your name? What's a name? I don't know. What do you want to be called?" That might have been a good addition to the story. I will I will concede that, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not. I, I like I don't know. It was okay. I'll say this. Personally, it wasn't your best work. 
I'll say this though. It wasn't your best work. Wow. How dare you? Okay, I'll say this though. Because of how long winded that was, yeah. does that not say that there's way too many it's in the story? Well no, because those a lot of those it's had context. And that was, I thought, was the point of the it story was that those, those it's ne- you like ha- like some of them like some stories that you you pulled them from have glaring no context to what what, an it, what the it is like, like it, it was a like, chipmunk it, could, it, could it came either, at us with full force yeah, exactly it could go either way like 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 there was like or there were like multiple like people in the previous sentence and then it just says it for that and I was like who was this it I can get that I can get behind that. But this one, like, as I was, like, listening to you, I was, like, reading, like, rereading the story in my head, and I was like, well, no, because there was, like, he mentions in the sentence next, right after, before this, what the, what it was that's, that's in the next sentence. So you don't need to keep repeating the same fucking thing. Um, yeah, so again, like, there was some Just like you don't need to repeat it. That's, that's the point. same fucking thing. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> From the looks of this, of this, he likes doing it stories for two things. One, when there's a lot that are out of context. Yeah. And one, when it's just repeated so much that you could tell the entire story through an it story. Okay, I can see that. But, yeah, I don't know. It just... Maybe I just missed the, the good old days of the short it stories. <laughs> or that just that that, that golden one. <laughs> like, it's all like the mantle. Yeah, that's what we're always trying to strive to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, like... I don't want to... Discourage from you doing this in the future. It's just this wasn't your strongest one to me personally. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I can agree that it wasn't the strongest one, but then the material had too many its. Okay, fine. Cool. That's basically what I was trying to get across. Uh-huh. And if you're using fancy words, you should know how to replace it with something that isn't it. All right. Well, that's an opinion. <laughs> you have to agree to disagree on this. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> Alright. So is that... Oh, why are you your... looking at your notes? It's his notes. I know, I know. Is that, <laughs> is that the end of the grammar Nazis, or is, that, or is there more? <laughs> to the yeah, that, that's the end of my grammar Nazis. Cool. Well, think? thankfully my grammar Nazis are very long-winded as well. Sweet. So we'll have a lot to talk about here. And I'm done. So, actual thoughts on you. <laughs> yes, actual thoughts. So going back to the uh, description of the creature... Um, inside his and inside his body, um, I'm not going to read through this sentence because not only have I done it, but you've done most of it too. <laughs> the story. Um, so a couple of things came like as I was reading this description of the creature, a few things hit me like just in concession, like in my thoughts. Oh God, it's a Shagoth slash Tomi creature. Um, like Tomi. Tomi um, is the Japanese Jinji uh, Ito's Japanese uh, horror thing of like a girl who. Is immortal, like bi- like she just does not die, like supernaturally and biologically, and yeah. it, like even if you cut her into like little bits, all those little bits grow into other Tomies. Oh, great! Um, and there's a part, there's actually one of the stories where like Tomi is uh, like an organ of of uh, the body of Tomi is like used in a transplant, and the bo- the the thing slowly um, turns the 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 girl, the other the, the person who had the transplant into Tomi. Oh, that's great! <laughs> um, and creepy things like that, and there's a lot of like creepy like fetal, like, versions of Tomi as she's, like, regrowing and stuff like that. Um, also, Shagothian thing with, like, the multiple eyes and teeth and stuff yeah. like that kind of came to mind. But then I got hit with this. It's like, oh, God, it's a literal mutated maggot gestating inside of him. Like, I literally just pictured a giant maggot creature yeah. just, like, inside his, the wound there, uh, inside that little hole. Um, While we're here, actually, yeah. what does everyone think about the description of the creature in that scene? Um, so... 
Actually, it kind of breaks into the next thing. Okay. Um, I kind of thought that, um, like, uh, initially, like, so aside from, like, my Shugoth creature, uh, like, life form and the fly life form, another one hit me. It's like, what if you're just seeing, like, it's still, like, still trying to regenerate the chunk that, like, the, the baseball-sized chunk that was pulled out of it? So, of course, it's going to look horrible as it's trying to regrow itself. But, yeah, like, I, I feel like, like... Are you saying that if you have a hole taken out of you, it's going to look like a fly no, creature? No, like, its head was ripped off. Like, its head was pulled out, like, when the doctors told, pulled it out. So, like, it suddenly... And then suddenly now... And so, like, yeah, of course its head is... like It, it wouldn't have a lamprey eel face. I, I guess, <laughs> with, yeah. With, like, spiraling it, teeth and hair. I mean, that's what he's seeing, and he's kind of snapping at this point. Like, he's kind yeah. of going insane. So, like, my, my... Actually, my next thing on this was, what if the nature... This creature's nature is actually just benign and innocent? Like... Quickly, our narrator goes to, into a manic state, giving us wild speculation about this thing. Like, he just suddenly knows that this thing is going to spread and, like, corrupt people. Because he's feeling it spreading through. Yeah. Um, but what, it, does he, is he, though, or is it all in his head? Um, maybe it doesn't, it does just want to live together with him, with his sibling. Like, what, it is just some human organism, albeit an extraordinary or human organism, impossibly bordering on supernatural, in terms of its, like, how it's able to, like, regenerate and stuff so quickly. And talk as a fetus. And, and talk as a fetus, of course. <laughs> um, because, like, again, like, and, like, yeah, the narrator's just, uh, in his insan the, the, uh, the derangement of insanity is just basically dooming them both for no reason whatsoever at the end of the story. I mean, that's probably not the case. I think it's more likely that it is supposed to be, uh, like, uh, given us that this is some kind of creature that is, that is incubating in him and is posing as his parasitic twin. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, like that kind of came to my mind actually. Those three, those three like s scenarios hit me like rapid fire as I was reading the description. So you think it might be possible that between the the pain drugs and uh, this thing like and siphoning energy like, from him, yeah. he possibly like failed his sand check and kind of went insane. Yeah, like uh, so he's assuming that it's evil. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If we were to put this into Call of Cthulhu. Uh, RPG set of, like rules. Yes, he failed his sand check. Got maybe fifteen sand, or like probably probably about like just a full ten sand mm -hmm. loss. Like because I'd say this is probably a ten, a ten sand loss, um, or a D ten for sand loss. Uh, and um, yeah, just got temporary insanity of some kind. Uh, basically, that gave him insight, like ho wrong insight on what this creature actually is. Yeah. And it, he just had the basically the um, uh, murder, death, kill. Um, uh, response. Mm. But uh, I don't actually think that's what the case is. Like, I think that's like it's it's something that you could speculate on with the story. Yeah. But I think as given, it is some kind of creature inside. Of course. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mikey, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, the only sort of thought that came to me is um, how big <laughs> is this? Inside his body, I think it says. <clears throat> well, they pull a baseball out that it was like the head part, but well, and they left a little bit that was attached that, to his spine. Yeah, so it grew a little, but it, but we also like it's growing and it's like shifting in between his organs. Which I gotta think, like even with the the, the baseball chunk that's out now, that's like was occupying space. Mm -hmm. There's not much room outside for your organs. Yeah. It's pretty tightly packed in there. Hence why he's constantly in pain. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question. <laughs> like, I'll try to find the actual quote because I'm pretty sure as he looks at it, he sees the uh, the size of it as he's looking at the the fly like yeah. eyes and such. Because yeah, when I saw like when I when I pictured, oh god, it's a maggot creature. I just I kept picturing this maggot monster bait with those like features about the size of like probably a football, and that's probably not right <laughs> at all. And. <laughs> Earlier in the story, he has a growth on his arm, right? So it becomes a question, does he have a growth on his back that's growing as well? But we'd never really get that. We just had to get the hole. Yeah, like, so it's, is it, yeah, like, is it becoming visible on the, on the outside? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We don't really, we, I mean, the doctor was able to find it, but. Also, I said that it's quadrupled in size. From a dime-sized. No, from a baseball. From a. So, when it so, was it's, first so it's a European football, <laughs> not a not, a, not a American football. Which I realized after I said that, like we probably should state, yeah, I, I meant like American football initially. But yeah, no. So yeah, we're talking about soccer ball at this point, pretty much. <laughs> so like he had, and because he's so thin from this thing cycling so, yeah, out, he has a huge like ball two, that's sticking oh, out of him. Oh, yeah, it's kind of gross. God damn. Where he, uh, well, he did like he did kind of attribute it almost like to being like a mother with like the baby in the womb yeah. kind of thing. So I was like, oh god, it's horrifying. Yeah, but it's not a stomach at the front. He's got a stomach at the back. Also, yeah, but how is he able to see it? Like, oh, he checks in the mirror, I think. No, but like, is it under his skin, or it is it like? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't really like. It, it's yeah. got to be like it's underneath his skin or something. Like, how can he see what yeah. it looks like? Well, because the I, hole is taken out of him. Well, he and said, then he, well, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, when he goes into the bathroom, um, he goes to check out a morbid curiosity. So I pictured, anyways, like, I'm not sure if it actually mentions, but, like, like he checked in the mirror, like, looked through the mirror and, like, got a view of the hole and then right through the into the hole. I, I'm not, oh, okay. I'm not asking how he looked at it. Yeah. I'm asking what it looked like because if it's, like, if it's healed over, then it's just a ball that you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. But if the wound is still open... And he sees it in there. Open. Yeah, like isn't that isn't it bleeding? Yeah. Like isn't that whole bleeding? <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, is it cauterized somehow? Or is cauterized? It like, cauterized. Sorry, yeah. is it cauterized um, somehow? Because um, like the doctor took it out of him. Yeah, and then sutured Stitch- him up yeah. and all that. So that's close. That was the initial. That was the the wound on the on his. Because it wasn't the one. Because there's a separate hole. Like there's a hole where we were bite, bit open. Like because it was trying to get free. Initially, I think it originally like, came out his side or something. Yeah. But I've, regardless, I think that's where the main hole is. But through its growing, did it like break the the stitches? So that's wide open, but it's not bleeding. Because he's know, like taking the blood or something. I, I didn't even think it was. I didn't even think it was the sutured hole. I thought he just has a new hole now. <laughs> yeah, but that's not even said. Yeah, it really isn't. Think. Like so, like. Like, he feels he got stabbed, and when he checks, there's a it's not a stab wound, it's a it's bite. It's a bite, yeah. yeah. It's a bite hole. But it's not like there's an, an entire hole taken out. Well, that's what I thought. It, like, honestly, that's what I visualized, but, like... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I visualized this, like, this bite, like, this, like, bite gouge. Honestly, when I first, when I first saw, when I first heard it was a bite, I thought, I actually thought it was the original, it was the, the head from the, from the hospital that somehow made it back <laughs> in. I was, I was trying to get back in. I literally thought it was, we were going for like, uh, like that kind of angle. It was like, oh man, it's like, it's, it's come back, it wants back inside. <laughs> that would be more Tomy-esque, but. 
There was a quarter-sized chunk of skin missing from my back. I had been bitten. Yeah, so it was a like, chunk. Yeah. So, from there, I'm assuming that's been growing and growing. Yeah, he's, it's been... Oh, yeah, he said four big. times the size since when it started talking to him, and that's when it started talking that's to him. okay, yeah. So, four times the size of a quarter. So... So, been two... Fist size, like, basically. Fist size. Yeah. yeah. That's about how big the actual embryo fetus thing is. Yeah. That's still pretty nice. That's the size of the hole. That's oh yeah, I think that's the size. Probably. Because he sees it. He sees, yeah, he sees he a sees, fair amount of it, too. Yeah, he did. Because well, yeah, when he looked at at the last time before he went to burn himself, yeah. he said it's quadrupled in size. Oh, the hole has quadrupled in size. Yeah. So, I'm assuming he just has this wound open all the time, and it's just been growing. And it's, apparently, the, maybe the twin is keeping it from bleeding. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just... Well, he has a sucker it. face, so anytime it's yeah, bleeding... exactly, it's like, exactly. It's like a constant vacuum going on. <laughs> yeah, well, or maybe it has some kind of, like, like again, since it's some kind of creature, maybe it has some kind of saliva that, like, uh, like uh, suitors, or, like, car- cauterizes, or heals, uh, like, wounds quickly like that. Like, just with yeah. the and stuff. Um, it, it's creepy as well. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's stuff we can't explain. Yeah. But either way, um, originally what we got here, we were talking yes. about the look of it, and yeah, I so. do like the description of it. Oh, it yeah. came across very well. I got a really good visualization <laughs> of it. Yeah, and I actually did appreciate... I, I do mention later in my story, my, my notes, but like I do appreciate it not just being a twin, like not being some horrible like mutation of a twin, or like mutated twin. Yeah. Like... Um, like something like out of like one of the 80s bad 80s horror movies and stuff like that I was actually really happy I was actually kind of imp- like ex- like excited is a word I guess I'd use for it but I was like I was like oh nice it's like kind of like because it like twist it, 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 it gave us a twist where it's yeah. not like you thought it was going to be about a horribly deformed like tw- a second twin that like uh, wants out and stuff like that mm-hmm. but in, actually it's some kind of creature that somehow con- uh, this guy's contracted and has been uh, inge- uh, like been uh, gestating inside of him. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's a nice little twist on the whole like uh, on the whole uh, parasitic twin thing." Yeah, because like the whole first half of this is like super mundane and real. Yeah. So I assumed it's just gonna be like, "Oh, this is gonna be a super downer the entire time and just super real and all that." But then it takes that weird twist, and that, hey, I was thinking behind God. that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really did appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Uh, I guess we're on. Um, yeah. So, here's a quote. Uh, as the flames lapped at us, or sorry, as the flames lap at us, I'll press it against me and whisper platitudes into its malformed ear. I'll tell it how, I'll tell it about how lonely I have been since my mother died. I'll tell it how glad I, well, I'll tell it how glad I was to finally have a true friend that understood me. As we burn together, I'll tell them how much I love them. Is that even picking up on the mic? No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that kind of escalated really quickly at the end, eh? Like, that was like, according to Google Docs, that was like barely a page and a half. What was? From him discovering that it's a creature, to him... Setting everything on fire. <laughs> and well, it's because... Well, think about it. He started reading this when he already snapped. Yes. And he's not wanting to waste time because he's wanting to kill this while it's still sleeping so he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and I actually do... I do state in my note... Um, 
if I, to to be fair, if I was if I had seen an inhuman creature posing as my regenerating fetal human twin inside of me, I too might lose a bit of sand and become excited. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then the story um, for me, the story double downs on the body horror genre. Um, yeah, yeah, also like really hard. Like it, yeah. body, it d- doubles down. Really hard on that. Yeah, to the point that it's also buddy horror as well. <laughs> buddy horror, yeah. right? Yeah, you did say that earlier. <laughs> because they're uh, they're best friends now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh god, that has to be a subgenre of this now. <laughs> yeah, a sub- the, the subgenre of body horror, yeah. buddy horror, where you're you have a conjoined twin. It's like Quato from uh, Total Recall. It's like. Yes. Yeah. And they have to go on an adventure and stop some evil crime ring. <laughs> well, they do in the movie. So yeah, really, if if told for spun from if focused on like on Mars more than than Quaid, um, the story would actually be a buddy a buddy horror series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, it starts off utilizing realistic and personally unsettling body horror, such as a cancer scare. Yeah. Um, and then uses the concept of the parasitic twin. Um, which I thought was interesting, and also a little bit relieving. And then, thankfully, again, personal opinion, jumps to the other end of the spectrum with Junji Ito-esque creatures gestating within, and the narrator inevitably doom uh, the the narrator's inevitable doom as they try to stop the abomination um, growing inside of them. Mm-hmm. Um, very like bio horror like. Again, I say Junji Ito. Uh, he's basically the Japanese uh, manga master of horror, uh, and he does a lot of body horror. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so, while the story itself references, oh, also yeah. So also, while the story itself references a few horror flicks um, uh, with these themes in them, I actually had completely different ones in my head as I was reading this, like the what I mentioned. Like he mentions the thing, he mentions alien. He mentioned critters too, I think. Because when he said that he was taken out of it and looked like a little critter or something. I don't think I th- he mentioned critters. I thought he did. Might be a, a, a um, uh, spontaneous shotgun. <laughs> Fabricating shotgun. Fabricating shotgun. That's he mentions John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes, and he, re- he does reference alien. But Getting back to what I was saying, um, the ones I kind of came up with were uh, the uh, the series uh, It's Alive and Basket Case, which have to do with um, a baby that should not be alive and is monstrous, um, and a literal, and basically an evil twin, like a, like a grotesque, like, parasitic twin that was cut off the host, or off the other twin, and, like, lives inside, like, a little basket right next to the guy. Um... Very much like that kind of thing of like the creature of the again the whole creature being this this human abomination and then but then we find but then as we got went on it's like suddenly suddenly it became the fly <laughs> as this horrible thing came out of him or was coming out of him mm-hmm. um, yeah like I said uh, <laughs> actually my my exact note for that was uh, the the idea of the parasitic twin is well used is a well used theme and initially had me go aha. Calling it, it's the it's the twin that is evil and monstrous and so that, and that was until we get the rather sudden description of the creature within um, that is very much not the twin, <laughs> um, and then I appreciated kind of the fake out of the trope. When did you assume that the twin was going to be evil? Oh, from the get go. 
Like as soon as like, I, I think it's just because I'm genre savvy, <laughs> but like I, I was like, oh yeah, this guy, this, this monster's gonna be evil. Like, do you mean as soon as it starts talking to him? Yeah. Well, yeah, because otherwise there would be no story. Yeah, exactly. We would just have a super happy ending. Or a really sad one, as he does get rid of the twin does die, and I actually did want to be his friend, which would be really sad at times. If if that is the way it went, would it still be creepypasta? Yeah, I think so, because it's, it's still like... A lot of fucked up shit happened yeah, in this a lot game. of unsettling... Sh- like, it's still unsettling as a story. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be as creepy... It wouldn't be as fun creepy as I like it. It'd be like super real, depressing creepy. Yeah. Like the entire thing is a downer. Um, although I'm still wondering how the fuck this thing is talking to him. Um, it's not human. Well, you know, I mean like if, if that was still the case, like if it had been talking to him and it was actually a, a human like like twin. Mm-hmm. But. Well, that's another thing. When it says that it talks to him, I, like, you earlier said it seemed like it was through his mind. I, I would... Like, is it through his mind, or is he actually, like, I, there's words coming the out of his side? Yeah, he was, he was hearing whispers from his, yeah. like, from stomach. Yeah, from that general area, because yeah. yeah. it had to repeat itself the first that time. That said, um, oh, if you were to take it into a more grounded route, I could see it just all being in his head. Mm-hmm. Like, him, his, himself telling himself not to go to the doctor, letting, it's, it's like it's, it's like him snapping, basically. And it could be, for all we know, because, like you said, this could be an actual normal-looking twin that's trying to grow and not talking to him, but he's just gone insane. Yeah. And there's no one there to confirm or deny Yeah, so he's basically on. just spiraling into madness or, like, just basically a recursive loop. Yeah. Um, just getting worse and worse uh, because of the isolation. Um, and, yeah, that's basically my notes. I, I appreciated the, 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 the sudden switcheroo from... It being a human, like parasitic twin, and so that to actually being a creature, um, and again the very kind of I, I say Lovecraftian, but it's it's really just a horror trope of like the the doomed narrator when they're like they're like contaminated and they have to end themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I appreciated that kind of fake out of like the trope of like oh it's like this grotesque human parasite thing, and then it actually is a parasite but not human. <laughs> Yeah, I liked that. Um, so I have I have another note with uh, for the final stuff, but I'll lay, save that till we get to the end. Already then. So, uh, Mikey, since we, I feel like more could have been done uh, medically to prevent this from happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. he hasn't been I going mean, to well, the doctors all of his life. I, I'm saying, like, he, he went to the doctor. They did surgery on him. Which means that he's also has antibiotic in him to take care of any infections, infections such, yeah. and parasites and whatnot. So that should theoretically well, have cleaned the system. We're talking about an alien creature. Well, I mean, we're not, we're not sure if it's an alien creature, but it's some kind of it's cryptid. a horrifying bug monster. Yes, it yeah, it's a, an alien. It could be a cryptid. It could be some life form on Earth. Sure, <laughs> um, that we just haven't discovered yet. Um, yeah. Are you saying anyway. like he is, is that was that like? Are you think that's the vector from when like how he got the creature in the first place? Was while he was in the hospital? No. no. Okay, cool. Because I was gonna say I was I, gonna rebut that because he does say. I, that I'm the, just saying that you're rebutting yourself at this point. Right, the <laughs> the doctors could have killed it, but they didn't apparently. Well, they couldn't remove they more couldn't because remove. it was fused to his spine. Yeah, yeah, but you. Couldn't I get some form of me- medicated treatment 
to make sure that it stays small. Yeah. Well, they they checked and it had basically sealed itself. Like it had, as far as they knew at that point, it was fine. It almost seemed like the the heart of it was fused to his spine, but like the cartilage of his spine or something has gone around it and sealed it off. So they're like, okay, well, I guess it's in there. It can't spread anymore. Yeah. That now, being said, the doctors do seem kind of dirty. I do feel. Yeah. yeah, I will agree that I feel like some some extra checkups. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few weeks after the after the operation yeah. would be in order, and if he did, wasn't coming, he wasn't like going back. Well, the and, doctor would be insisting or going to see him. Yes, well, and he would have had the another checkup after he got his or tried to get a second prescription for oxycotton. Well, that was right. Yeah, that happened after the the thing was taken out of him. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. but before he was talking to him. Yeah. But still, yeah. With something fucked up like that, he would be in the hospital quite a bit. Yeah, I think. yeah. Yeah, and after surgery, he'd probably be in the hospital for at least a week or more. Well, he just, was. Yeah. He didn't immediately go home. Yeah. It only started, like, growing a lot and talking to him when he was home. Yeah. Possibly because it knew that it was not in the hospital anymore. Mm-hmm. So then it could keep going. Yeah, I'm right. I'm in agreement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah doctors right. failed him. Yep. Or he failed to... So, cautionary tale, go check, your, go check with the doctors. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Don't, this. <laughs> don't be scared of your doctors. Be scared of things inside your body. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real horror. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Do you have anything... Um, oh, I didn't realize that was your. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's why you're staring at me, going, "Yeah, yep." So, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, um, not too much. Like the first thing that really stood out to me is when this thing keeps growing, and he's just not going back to the doctors. He does say that I don't want to go back there because my experiences yeah, at the got, hospital he, are horrible. But I, I understand he does present a well. Rational, irrational um, reason why he's go- not going to the doctors mm-hmm. because he's got had that trauma from from when his mother died. So. Yeah, like I, I, I actually was I, I was able to completely buy that. Yeah, but he's gotten over that because he's had surgery. No, he made it. Said, it said it's even worse. Like he never doesn't want to experience that ever again. That the experience of the of dealing with anaconda constantly, or like and, and <laughs> that specifically, <laughs> yes. you as he like for five hours in, while he's under, while he can't move and paralyzed, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I too would be very, I, I too would be would would be a little unnerved. Mm. But. It's just kind of unfortunate because like I was thinking about when the thing's talking to him and he's saying I can't go to the hospital because yeah. as soon as I start doing that, he'll just fuck up my legs and I'll be paralyzed. Yeah. But, like, because he has no friends or family, he can't, like, text them and say, I need to go to the hospital, come get me. Yeah, no, he's... Or something yeah. like that. He's kind of fucked. <laughs> he was kind of screwed from the get-go because of he isolated himself. Like, even if he called the ambulance, and they took him, and he started walking away, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's paralyzed. Yeah. So... Also, how does the thing know that he's going to the doctors? He could just be going out to, uh, going to town. He could... It's an animal... And animals know. Like, you've taken your dog to the vet, haven't you? 
Yes. Compared and to taking them to the cottage. <laughs> yeah. Do they act differently? Um, generally, not until they see the hospital. Or not until they see the, the, vet, the vets. Yeah. Like until we're and this we get... thing has eyes. But this guy wears a shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's not, right? he's not shirtless the entire time. Maybe he is. Maybe he can't get a shirt over the horrid growth on his okay, back. that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But regardless, it would be seeing behind him all the time. So as long as he's just kind of walking with it behind him. Yeah. Also, if he got to the hospital, it's like, cold out. I have to wear my coat. At the very least, if he got to the hospital as he's walking, like as he's like walking to the hospital, it's like at that point, it's like, okay, we're going to the hospital, and then it falls to the ground, and it's like, oh no, somebody's injured in the in, in the parking lot. Let's get him inside. And then it's like, drats foiled again. Well, regardless, I mean, yes, he's lost his limbs, he's lost his legs, but at least he didn't lose his life. Yeah, but, well, his problem was, if he's, he goes to the hospital, it could potentially infect other people. That is, well... Because well, yeah, he doesn't understand it. Yeah, that's the thing. This character is very well portrayed in being a very, kind of, manic, very, like, paranoid... Paranoid of, like, hospitals and medical things and so yeah. because of his his, uh, his history with it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's dooming himself because of his fears of, like, getting help. It's for the greater good. Yeah. Because if he potentially goes out, he will infect other people, and yeah. then it'll spread. Yeah, he does not want to become a living hive. Well, he is. He, he is, doesn't want but... to continue being a living hive. And he doesn't. It's mainly just he doesn't want it to spread to other people. Yeah. And that's another thing. Would you have liked to learn about how this happened in the first place? I mean, there's almost no way he would find out unless he asked it. Yeah. But then, even but then if he, he asked then, it, it's going to pretend and, that it's yeah, exactly. always been there. I honestly think it doesn't matter in the story. I yeah. think it's the story's really, its main focus is to uh, to the horror of having something inside of you. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned with, with like, where it came from. So, uh, if I'm already dead, I might as well just, like, I, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> yeah. think about it. He's been, like, super low energy his entire life. So, it's been there the whole time. Yeah. Um... And it's just been slowly... Re- it's been taking its time throughout his life. And then beca- once it got like it, it got a chunk pulled out of it, it's like, all right, I need to kick into high gear. Yeah, totally. It just... It kind of made me think, like, how did this even happen? Like, I, I, I agree with you. I don't yeah. need to know. Yeah. But it made me but, think. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I get that same thing. Like, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd like to know, but, like, from a meta point of view, but, I, like, for the story itself, I don't need to know that, like, for the story. No, totally not. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's just, a, I, I have a feeling it probably had like, or it's like she had just a bookworm, a literal, a literal bookworm. <laughs> it came out of a book. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or maybe some ancient was, tome that he yeah. got from the library. It's like, it's like or, no one's taking this out. Maybe, I don't know why. Or maybe he read the Necronomicon and his his parasitic twin was mutated into this thing because of an incantation he read in the Necronomicon. Ah, yeah. And it's just yeah, it's like trat foiled again. <laughs> It's like curse your inevitable, curse your unforeseen but inevitable demise <laughs> or, or betrayal. Sorry, but yeah. A two narrator man. Yeah, that's what yeah. it says as yeah. But yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, all right. So final thoughts. Um, the the last bit of the story, like I love, I liked the like again the, him dooming himself and stuff like that. I thought it was a little too quick. Like, it was, again, like, a little too short. Like, like did not... It, it was running... Like a lot of stories that we do on the show, it kind of rushed at the end to, like, get to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it didn't... 
it wasn't too bad. It could be improved. I would like to be improved. But ultimately, I would still recommend this story if you're into body horror. Or buddy horror. Or buddy horror. Um, I was... Per- I was I, I, Honestly, the first two pages of the story really did unsettle me. Um, yeah. Because of how realistic... How, how, how much of a... How realistic and how, how, how kind of, like, unsettling cancer scare stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's just a personal thing. Um, like, like a trigger yeah. or not. But I was definitely happy that this did not continue with that and went on with, like, again, the Parasite Twin. And then... The more outlandish part of body horror, where it's a creature inside of you gestating, so that, yeah. I can, I can, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm totally down with that. Yeah, the first like, few paragraphs, I'm like, eh, this is yeah, too real. I, I, I don't. I, I even kind of sent you a message. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't know if you're gonna like this, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did also. I, I could also really liked the like again, like the 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 shifting of the spectrum from like realistic body horror to. Outlandish body horror. Yeah, it's, um, I like that too. Yeah, I was I was down with that. So yeah, if you if you're into body horror creepypastas, or if you're like if you're into that kind of genre of horror, um, I'd, I'd actually recommend checking this one out. Um, it's a little quick at the end, but it wasn't that bad. Um, certainly not as like it, it, it's it, it's kind of explained in the story why he's so manic at the end, like so quick to do it because he's like typing this all up. And like about to hit set light the match that will set the entire house on fire. So he was a little excited, yeah, to get this over with. Um, but yeah, it definitely could be worked on a little bit. Could maybe a few more, like a little bit more collaboration on the end and stuff. But mm-hmm. otherwise, ultimately, I'd recommend it. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey. Well, it's the first creepy pasta we've had in a while. It is. <laughs> it, it actually kind of is in terms of like. One that legitimately creeped me out. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and like, I've enjoyed a lot. Like, I've enjoyed a, a handful, like a, like a number of the ones that we've done in the past. Like, in the I like past. you changed from a lot to a handful to a number. That number might be one, but <laughs> like, in all seriousness, like I've enjoyed the like the reads and some of that for the most part. There's a couple that like were just not done well, but like, yeah, in terms of like scares or creep, like being actually creeped out, like I've. It's it's lingered more on like, I know this is creepy, but I don't find this creepy. Like I know the because you're desensitized. Yeah, like I've been desensitized from a lot of those, like a lot of these kind of like the fears that they're trying to do, or they or they just weren't, they just didn't pull off the fear enough. Yeah, this one does that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so did that do that to all of us then? Like it creeped us all out. (laughs) Yeah. Also, it's funny that we're coming off of uh, an action pasta and then went right into a creep pasta. Yeah, that <laughs> also might be why too, because yeah, like, like we, we, that we, thing, like there was no horror in that comparatively. Yeah, compared to this one, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was a good old tried, tested, and true, gonna make you uh, itch underneath your skin kind of creepiness. Mm-hmm. So sorry, yes. And now I do feel that it needs some editing, but other than that. <laughs> It needs a name, so it doesn't have to be there. Possibly. God, you would hate that It's Alive, the horror franchise. Quite possibly. Yeah. Or you would love it. It's literally about a creepy creepy uh, fetus baby that uh, eats people. Or that's, uh, that drains people of blood. Called mm-hmm. It? Well, it's called It's Alive. I see. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so you would recommend this one? Yes. Yes, I, <laughs> I mean, wow. Is he like the asshole of the group or something? I mean, he's the one that, that's a lot harder on stuff. <laughs> but he's the Simon Pegg now. <laughs> oh, great. 
Yeah. All right. All right. So, Um. Again, I'm kind of agreeing with both of you because I was uncomfortable enough in the first few paragraphs. I didn't even want to continue. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if that was a good or bad thing because, well, that just kind of triggered me a little bit. But um. But yeah, because it did that, it is actually creepy and is actually enjoyable to go through. And um, I liked it. I, I didn't have the same problem you did, Cultist, where at the end it felt rushed because yeah. the way I envisioned it is like if you're watching a movie and things are happening and then this is all the things that happened and then it zooms out to like a piece of paper and the guy's sitting there at an old desk writing with a quill with like a gas can beside him and now we get to the part that we are at now. I'm going to end my life. <laughs> and I'm going to take it with me. Yeah. But I mean like there are some parts like like the, that end paragraph I did earlier like where it's like I'm going to tell like and then I'm going to tell how much I love it and stuff like that. That's like really well like I liked like that writing. Like it was like it's like it's almost a sad horror, like because like he's dooming himself, he's dooming this creature, he hates this creature, but he's still it's the, it's the only friend he's ever had. Yeah. So it's like kind of like we're gonna burn together kind of thing, and it's just like it was like there are there is a lot of like there are some well written parts at that end. It just seemed to go by way too quickly, is what was my problem with it. But I think it was necessary too, personally. Yeah, I, I could see it. It shows that like. Because if he waited too much longer, like I said earlier, it might potentially wake up and be yeah. like, "What's that smell?" Because it potentially has it a can nose. Smell the fumes and stuff yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he so, even addresses that in it. Yeah. I, I, again, it's just like it, it, it triggered my like what we have sometimes a lot in, in creep bosses where like the person writes all the stuff and then just rushes to get to the like the end, but like like near the uh, near the end. I agree. Most of them do, but this one has a reason to do it, yeah, and I'm no, down and, with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, roundtable recommendation. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. body horror or buddy horror? Totally. <laughs> buddy. I want to find more buddy horrors. Honestly. Oh god! So we're gonna have to find a lot more like parasitic creature uh, like, friendships. Sort of friendships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure creepypasta.wiki or like .com or like Reddit No Sleep has some of those. Um, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Um, there's anything else that has been this week's episode so if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted whether it be on Kiwi6 Facebook YouTube Tumblr uh, we're both on or we're uh, two of us are on Twitter uh, Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil and I'm at Review Cultist The Gamer in Yellow is on Xbox Live at The Gamer in Yellow but without the W because Xbox hates him yeah. uh, <laughs> I like how that's like, my, like a slogan for that it's like <laughs> it, well it's true why can't I have one extra letter <laughs> for my stupidly long name yeah oh well um, I mean I could just use Twitter but that's, that's, that takes away time from Warframe because I have to watch Twitter and stuff you know yeah that's true I have things um, to do <laughs> <laughs> You can uh, also leave us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, you can also send us a rating and review on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing there on the streaming sites, um, helping us grow. And uh, you can also check out the title cards for each episode at aldenterigamortis on YouTube or at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. Uh, the YouTube channel has all the video uh, video versions of each episode, uh, basically the title card mixed with the audio. Um, and if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon, look up Al Dente Rigor Mortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 tier and $5 tier right now. Uh, $2 tier will get you um, special episodes, behind-the-scenes content, uh, or... or um, uh, 
special, uh, oh yeah, Patreon-specific episodes, um, such as... Uh, El Dente Revelations, where we go back and um, listen, well, me and Mikey go back and listen to the old episodes that you and uh, the cultist and uh, the doctor did back in the day, and essentially riff on it, and um, generally destroy the artwork. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That poor artist. I know. Well, it's fine. He's gone now. (laughs) You have a a better one now that draws exactly the same. (laughs) Aw, thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, And then then at the $5 tier, we have um, early access as well as... Oh, El Dente Reloaded, where we, uh... <laughs> we're, the we're, color, we're, we're Mikey in the Essence for Evil and Gamer Yellow. Yes, where we uh, ourselves read the creepypasta that you guys previously did on the show and um, have our thoughts on it uh, prior to us listening to what you actually said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can help support the show with that. And uh, for those of you that are already helping support the show... Thank you immensely. You are keeping the hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Sleep well.